0: Three wins in a week for Stoke City, defeating Sunderland, Leeds United and Middlesbrough. Or is that what they want you to think? Wake up, sheeple! Thank you for uh, today's intro from Matt Letissier. That's all good. Uh, It is the Wizards of Drivel podcast. My name is David Carlshaw, and I'm I'm (laughs) joined by Thomas Thrower, MBE. How are you? I'm really good. I uh, didn't
1: realise I was having to sign up to aristocratic monarchist uh, uh, honours, but you know what? Maybe we'll take it. Maybe the money's changed me.
0: Yeah, you'll absolutely flip if you get an MBE, Tom, I can tell you right now. Yes, um, tell you who else deserves an MBE, Alex Bloody Neil. Um, Not that we are prone to changing our minds willy-nilly on this podcast, but um, (laughs) we've... We've won three on the bounce. We've beaten Leeds, who are actually good. Middlesbrough, who are actually good. And Sunderland, who are all right. Um, So a a terrific uh, week, a terrific time to be alive. Tom, um, let's start with Leeds midweek. Do we have Patrick Bamford to thank for the inevitable promotion that will follow?
1: i mean that that i um that's an arc that we could certainly pursue um i think we might also have the light show to thank for a, for a almost certain promotion because again not like this podcast to wildly change its opinions but the club continues to do okay things in terms of its uh, men's football output
0: yeah um yeah, I can't. I can't wait to be sipping in in that fan zone uh, in the Premier League. Uh, let's go to your voice notes uh, from Leeds and Middlesbrough.
1: Good, just very good.
0: That was a reaction to Leeds there concise. from anonymous, concise. Um, here's a reaction to Middlesbrough. Bear with me on this one, and this might cause controversy, but I think Alex Neal might possibly be a good football manager john eustace he loves palestine okay and here's pete the potter hello pete the potter here
1: um believe it or not the stoke victory has cured me of covid uh, i've uh, had covid for nearly a week uh Testing positive Saturday morning and uh tested Sunday morning and I was negative. So I'll have to put that down to Stokes marvellous third win in a week. So well on boys. <laughs> up the potters.
0: Yeah, up the potters indeed. Good time good times are here on the uh, on the pitch anyway. Um I, I think watching that Leeds game and I will mention for the thousandth time I was surrounded by Leeds fans as I watched it, which was a both interminable and ultimately hugely enjoyable way to watch it. I thought the first half was some of the best stuff we've played in ages and possibly close to the best we've played definitely all season in terms of the games I've seen. Um, I know we didn't have, you know, huge amounts of clear-cut opportunities, but we could have easily been two up at half time and would have been good value for it i thought Vidigal was excellent i thought um mai was putting himself about a lot but particularly uh, Wouterberger was just absolutely everywhere in that in that uh, middle of the park and he was he, the the pressing from the start of that game was absolutely superb and it was like we almost caught them by surprise, I know they'd made a couple of changes a couple of uh, key players had rested foolishly <laughs> um, but yeah that was absolutely tremendous stuff, second half we get tired, they bring on Somerville and other good players and it does rely on that that swing of fortune the Bamford missing the penalty and then us getting a, a, a huge slice of luck from the corner uh, but Middlesbrough it was quite comfortable, wasn't it? I was not expecting it to be that comfortable. What's happening, Tom? I'm scared.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, that I, I agree. That first half against Leeds was probably the best half out of the four halves of football we played this week. Uh, and that press did, did seem to be it. And for the first time, the press has maybe managed to carry the rest of our game with it a little bit. It, it, I think Alex Neal even though it, it, at times his results have been poor, we've always been quite organized out of possession in terms of trying to get the ball back. Maybe not so much organized in terms of at set pieces or stopping things. Um, But yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, I don't like being like this, but I feel like I need to be the, the Ralph Hassenhutel gif of the everyone calm down, calm down mm-hmm. a little bit. But, um, we've had luck go our way bamford a penalty we've scored three set pieces uh, and yeah the 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 goal row scores against middlesbrough um was some very bad goalkeeping um from middlesbrough's keeper whose name has uh, slipped my mind
0: you foreign it, keeper any yeah if, if it, you just think of a foreign name it's that it
1: used to be it used to be the one from city on loan i think but it's not that anymore so there we go um and yeah, we then just seemed really um composed. I certainly think some of our players look like they're settling into the league, none more so than uh guaranteed aerial duel winner Mehdi Laris. Um I mean he was great against Leeds. It was well, no, he wasn't he wasn't great against Leeds, actually. He did a lot wrong against Leeds, <laughs> but he won a lot of headers. And there's something nice about a little sort of uh, what doesn't appear to be an overly tall player flying into the air. <laughs> I feel like that's very he loves much jumping. The that Stoke fans, need. yeah, he does. He, he loves, loves he loves a jump, um, and if he yeah. knows he can't win the jump, he knows he's going to bump someone, and they're going to lose anyway. So yeah, what a dude!
0: And obviously, we as Stoke fans are going to love that anyway because it's it's giving us a nice procession of um work horsey right wingers who might occasionally pop up with a goal Larry spackstick you know that kind of that kind of thing uh we've we've found a new brownie and he's Algerian it was Sandy Dieng, the uh Middlesbrough keeper um yeah. but yeah um elements of luck with uh certainly two of the three set piece goals we've had over the last uh three three games but we do seem to be more from than question mark is that is that recency bias of oh they've, they've just gone in recently or is it we've actually maybe worked on some set pieces on the trading ground um what, what do you think is it just you know if i see something happen three times i think oh that's that's something that's going to continue forever
1: uh probably a little bit column a little bit column b and little bit column C regressing to the mean in the sense of we'd probably been quite okay at set pieces, but maybe not scored as many as we should have from them. Um, but yeah, they, I think it's it's the championship momentum thing, isn't it? Basically, you, you win a game, and that's probably the most promising thing. And it's something Neil has said before one of the games. He sort of said something along the lines of this squad, even though sort of if you look at our run of our, our run of form before these three games, it is horrific. And he said even the squad have remained confident in them, confident in themselves, and that's the thing that is probably the most positive to thing to come out of it all, is that that Middlesbrough team, Vidigal barely played, Berger definitely didn't play, didn't come onto the pitch. Uh, you had Josh Lauren suddenly be back to captain mode. Pearson only lasted about 20 minutes. Um, and you have players like Thompson, who's put in two really stellar performances. I am not his biggest fan in the world, but he's put in two really solid performances. And it's it's what you need in the championship you need a squad of players because you're going to be playing twice, three games in a week and they're going to be against three teams who are competing for promotion. And if you want to finish at the right end of the table, you need to not fall over and give away nine points in those games and to run away
0: with nine points
1: from them. Wow. Good. Yeah. Go the hippos.
0: Yeah. Um, They're a team absolutely still putting the absolute fear of God into me at any given point. Like, just anytime they pass the ball across the back four or towards the goalkeeper, it's like, Oh, shit, why have you done that, you idiot? Um, I think Kiana uh, Hoover, the main goal against bring, Leeds, just whenever he got uh, oh, to
1: nearly at the halfway line, oh, I'm just going to play a square pass uh, uh, straight to a Leeds player. But in fairness, he, he made it up because I thought he was a standout defender in that game. He was, yeah,
0: wild. yeah, a huge late block. Um, and yeah, it just. Yeah, <laughs> for God's sake, Keanu, just just go forward and cross it. You're really good at that. Do that. Um, yeah, and so we have the the theme of the last two games and uh, the rotation, and it's it's been it's been great to see people come come in from the cold a little bit and play well, um, and we're certainly not. Well, I'm certainly not Dwight Gale's biggest fan at all, and I was I was rather moody about his uh, inclusion up front. And if even even though he played okay, I would still rather have Big Wes up top than than Dwight. But that's just me. Um, I uh, Lauren uh, coming back in after being dropped, and as you say, absolutely uh, bossing it and like looking like his old self, which was great. Maybe maybe he just needed, you know. To be dropped for that to happen, or maybe he, he was him riding on the confidence of the team and the the team playing well overall. That's that's helped him. And I and actually Bron- think all of our
1: midfielders seem to suit being in a two. It's actually just a thought that's suddenly hit me in the head. They all seem to be much more comfortable operating in a two as opposed to one six and two eights in a in a sort of traditional mm. midfield three. Because, I mean, at times Pearson and Berger against Leeds were almost stood on top of each other, but that made it really effective because a Leeds player would get the ball with the back to them and then they'd like break through one of them. And the other one would just scoop around and there's the ball. And I thought Lauren and Thompson were pretty similar in that vein against Middlesbrough.
0: Yeah. And I think it's given Johnson a bit, certainly in that it was Johnson in that first half against Leeds, wasn't it? Yeah, both, uh, both, yeah, gave him a bit of nice. scope to be further up the pitch and pass the ball to Vidigal and Leris uh, and, Laris and uh, uh, Mai uh, when, when the opportunity arose and I thought, yeah, he, he looked better than he has for a while. Um, and the, the, this applies across the pitch, which is great. It's a it's a really positive uh, week and you don't want to caveat it too much with too much negativity, but yeah, this is the nature of Championship football. Unless you are basically Leicester you are going to have these runs at some point in the season you are also going to have runs of perhaps three defeats and we, it, there's no rhyme or reason to how they strike we were looking at this next run of fixtures and thinking oh shit but you know the championship be Um but the biggest kind of um, squad issue came during the week when you know riding the crest of the wave off a brilliant clean sheet against Leeds uh Travers is recalled from Bournemouth to sit on a bastard bench as they bloody beat bastard Burnley oh that's it's it's so annoying because I th- I, th- I don't think he's really put a foot wrong Travers um, I can't I think of too many mistakes he seems reassuring he seems commanding of his area and I was fully like oh god Jack Bonham until at least January is, is really bad that being said terrific performance in uh, the Riverside cannot fault that performance Um, he's obviously like ha- having seen Bonham's displays in the past he's still like like the back four capable of putting the fear of god into me but you know you have to give credit where credit's due i'd you know i'd have travers back tomorrow um well we all would because we'd have two keepers as opposed to jack bonham and who, whoever that man is next to him on the team photo um <laughs> but yeah that's that is annoying that is really yeah. fucking annoying
1: he um, he did, however. I mean, I'm not saying he wasn't good, and it is devastating to lose Travers and sort of that stability that we had. Um, but but Jack Bonham continued to comply to my as yet unpublished Jack Bonham algorithm, which is basically, whilst the scores are nil nil, Jack Bonham may be one of the most incompetent goalkeepers I have ever seen. <laughs> But once there has been a goal, either be it for ourselves or the opposition, he is suddenly a lot better of a goalkeeper. So if if we were tactically planning for this, and you could tactically plan for it, our first priority should be to score in the first ten minutes, because otherwise we ain't getting a clean sheet.
0: Yes. Okay. So so he doesn't exist in a state of neutrality. Jack Bonham. He cannot. He cannot keep well. I think things. Are yeah, unusual, he is. Yet.
1: He is not Schrodinger's goalkeeper. He he's, is very much
0: either in state A or state B. I was going to say he's a bipolar goalkeeper, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be less offensive to the bipolar community and go along with your much more um, intellectual uh, reference. Yeah. Um. Yes. Um. I I hope he can hit a runner form. I, I. You know. It's 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 funny. You know when when we inevitably uh well i say we i inevitably got flack for you know the um my tweet about the starting 11 and you know fair play hold my hands up that that is what that is what's lovely about football is how it can turn your presumptions on its head um yeah, i yeah i did think oh shit here we go bottom again and but it's not like we don't want Stoke to do well which seems to be the uh the underlying thing with a lot of with a lot of the, the the pushback to it is like, you know, I'm still happy, right? Despite being proved wrong, I am still happy about the outcome. Yeah, uh, and nor 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 is
1: it like, oh yeah, no, I was I was wrong to tweet that. It's like no, I've I've seen Jack Bottom and Dwight Gale fail for Stoke City numerous times. I'm not going to apologise for thinking that they're going to do it again.
0: Yes, um, be yeah. It, it 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 kind of removes every any kind of conversation doesn't it if you if you are simply get we we will 100% get behind the team which means not criticizing anything to do with the club the tactics the players um God knows these podcasts would have been a lot shorter. We'd have just started and ended with "Go on Stoke" and people, and presumably <laughs> people would would have wanted that. I just in their want thousands. <laughs> Twenty eight thousand downloads every week is just <laughs> one man saying "Go on Stoke" for two seconds, and um, yeah, and people are just saying, "Well, they always get behind the team, though." So fair play to them. <laughs> um, now there's a sliding scale for this. You can be too negative. You can be overcritical. You can um, you can buy in it. Um. <laughs> but you know that that's that's you know that's the that's the nature of social media of conversation of um human interaction in general people can have different opinions about things and people can be proven wrong or correct or just people can just think stuff you know it'd be a lot easier if we all thought the same stuff wouldn't it Tom but then we'd be living in Jeremy Crombin's Britain where mm-hmm. it's 1984. And, and there'd every, be
1: 58 bins
0: for, one one for every gender
1: and for every letter in the alphabet
0: yeah because we'd be speaking bloody russian if it wasn't for anyway uh, <laughs> anyway two uh uh two two wins this week uh Tra- traver's is gone which is a shame um is there who, right who is our who is our player of the week, which is a feature Ooh. I've just made up, who across the three games? Now, admittedly, it's difficult given the squad rotation. Who is exactly. who's, who is yeah. the who is the player that's maybe stood out, caught his eye, impressed us most?
1: Um, I, I think you could probably make a case for either of the the centre backs to keep two clean sheets in 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 those two games against Leeds and Middlesbrough, who I'm sure were on long scoring runs in their games. Um, but but I I, I I have to go for our for our Algerian high jumper. Mm. Um he he is quickly becoming my my new little you know how you take on a player who you recognise perhaps isn't the best player in the team, but they you hold them very close to your heart. Who am I trying to think of? Who's a good example of that? Um I guess Glenn Whelan falls into that. John Walters falls into that category, but they're probably not kind of the vibe I'm thinking of. I'm more thinking of like funky players
0: like like, like a a, funky. So, uh, <laughs> um uh yeah so it's like it's maybe a slightly inconsistent or not the most talented but just he's just full of heart and got does one thing really well i suppose brownie brownie was yeah brownie like was that.
1: yeah brownie was kind of like that or well, yeah i guess i guess like uh no i'm really struggling here actually this is a yeah. new thing yeah i've grown something laterals. new about you um
0: <laughs> I've liked Ender Stevens. I think he's been uh, uh, very solid, and uh, uh, Said Haksebanić continues to just uh, again. There doesn't seem to be a rhyme or reason as to whether he's in the team or not. He'll just be in and out of the team. Uh, I don't know, just seemingly on the flip of a coin. But he's he's continuing to do well for my money. He's continuing to to look sharp and uh, always a constant goal threat. And uh, just to give credit to the whole team, I think I definitely agree with you that Rosa McNally have had a tremendous week. Um, I think the football for that for that Larry's goal is really good stuff, and it's 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 unusual. And I I feel that I'm constantly restraining myself from getting carried away because you know we've been here before. Admittedly, three wins in a row, not that much, but it has happened. It's been known to happen um so just the
1: one time in the history of this podcast this is probably only the second time we've done it since this thing happened
0: yeah cool okay (laughs) that that puts things in a broader perspective so we're fucking going up tom um (laughs) uh cardiff next um what do we think about them
1: So I'm more scared about the fact that we're playing like Cardiff and um, Blackburn after that and QPR and Plymouth after that, Mm. because like Stoke, the the whole Stoke of it all, um, that yeah, we'll get three games, one in a row, and then we'll maybe pick up two points from those four fixtures, but... Yeah, Cardiff have won two and are probably overperforming a little bit in those games. Seem to be quite good at home, very bad away. So like perfect territory for Stoke losing. But like, imagine imagine if we won four games in a row. Now that definitely oh, hasn't happened since this podcast started. Um, yeah, I, you said something earlier about There's nowhere they're passing. Does that make any sense? It Mm. seems like Jordan Thompson got the ball in that area and he was like, Right, I know that there's going to be someone on the overlap already. I don't need to, you know, look at Gary Neville, usually take a take a, yeah, exactly. Just fight in there and then he knows that he can line it down the road for Bex and that's that's it. There's going to be a goal. (laughs) Um, oh, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's it. I can't see the green shoots but I know in theory they should be poking their heads up out of the ground at
0: some point soon I can see the green shoots it's not, It's they are still very much shoots and um, you know <laughs> well, there's an of, awful winter coming in and the frost <laughs> winter is coming <laughs> and uh, yes uh, so th- that it that is my slight hesitation is you know we have been here before in terms of, not maybe not the th- three winds in a row but getting our hopes up a little bit after uh, a few good results here and there. Um, yes, I, I, I'd i love us to just go on a mad one because we've never gone on a mad one ever. We've never like, we the closest we've come to absolute madness is that March we had last season. But even then we, we had a couple of draws in there and it was like, come on, like Leicester won nine in a row we're not playing them in our next few fixtures won't we'll just do nine in a row like what they did um but we we're, we're skirting around the real issue here tom and i know people will have been tuning into this for this exact conversation light show oh. good <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm it sold. was high octane.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it was. I, I, it, it's. It's one of the first games, night games, I've been to for a while, owing mean, to the old, uh, you know, distance and and travelling places. And I, it was. I, I saw Brighton's. I saw Brighton's the night after on Thursday, and they didn't yeah. even have. They didn't have a different
0: colour. It was flashing floodlights. Was pathetic. Yeah, we we had tunes, we had different coloured lights, we had it all going dark for a while, but then the lights coming on. It's it was
1: a hologram thing on the pitch. Yeah. I mean
0: that's the, the
1: possibilities of that are endless. Yeah. Um I'm seeing Stanley Matthews crossing it into to Mamadi Sidibe at the back post.
0: Oh, oh, we should do that. Hologram hologram a stoke goal. Oh, that's brilliant, Tom. Yes, employ this man, Stoke. You, you,
1: um, can, you can send, yeah. You can send the check in the post, John.
0: Yes, yeah. Matthews crossing it, or oh, we could, we, oh, like Rory Delap long throw and John Ritchie heads it in. You know, something, something for the, something for the Boomers and something for the Zoomers. Um Yeah, then um Ryan Shawcross breaks like Jimmy Greaves' leg <laughs> or something. And oh, who's an Arsenal person? They didn't have anyone before, Henri. Um, yeah, so so yeah, think about that, Stoke. Um, Gordon Banks saves a penalty from Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, just this oh my god, you've 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 lit a spark within me, Tom. Um so hippo tank.
1: I was just about to say there was one problem with the light show. There was ah. no hippos.
0: Yes hologram the hippos like i know we we want the real hippos stoke but if we have to you know in the spirit of compromise um and if we season or two yeah they're like settling in yeah if we if we are to have a kind of um a a momentary stop of conflict between us and the club a kind of ceasefire if you will um maybe if it should be immediate that ceasefire as well i think Yes, uh, yes, and uh, I don't think people should be sacked for saying it. Um, but um, yeah, have the hologram hippos, and then maybe like, um, maybe the hologram hippos can patrol like the the stands. Maybe if they walk up, you know, trot up okay, and down. yeah, and
1: they like, like they like chomp in the direction of the away fans,
0: yeah. Like, it may if if a fan is doing something naughty that they shouldn't do. The hologram hippo like charges at them and and chomps them. Then the stewards know to get that person because the the security hippo has got them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's good. We could have them uh, just you know walking around the pitch to intimidate the uh, the opposition.
1: And also the the whole the whole feeding uh, issue. I have always thought our reliance on drones is also reliant on, on weather conditions. And now we know that the Bet365 is notorious for its tricky weather. Mm. So on a day where it's too windy for the, for the victim to actually be dropped into the hippo tank live at the ground, we could hologram it at half time in the, nice. in the center circle. And then, you know, they can, the hippos can just eat them normally uh, off pitch, yeah. off camera.
0: Yes, and it's a kind of ritual that only will happen in, in Stoke-on-Trent, and it will be like um, the the short story, the lottery, or the Wicker Man, in which you know it, this is just what they do in Stoke. You've got to respect their local culture. You know, they feed someone to the hippo, and you know, no, no, stop going on about your human rights nonsense. No, no, listen, you've got to respect it. You've got to
1: respect. You've got to respect their their, their socio-cultural rights.
0: It's, it's it's their way of life. It's their way of life here. Mm-hmm. You know, they like oat cakes, they like pottery, and occasionally someone will be mauled to death by a hippo. <laughs> it's just how it's just how they are. And speaking of what it spe- is. and speaking of uh, our cultural t- tradition, please. Uh, Tom. Yes, it is racist to say that's wrong. Yes, it is. Um <laughs> who are we? uh, lobbing in the old hippo tank this week.
1: Um, oh, I mean, some of the normal candidates spring to mind. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. armor I mean, I don't think we've actually fed him to the hippos yet, but, um, I mean, um, who else could we feed? Just trying to think. Is there any football related people? Oh, what's it? My Bobber got his, got his, uh, his three year ban or whatever it was from football today. The, uh, the ex Spanish um director do. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I mean he,
1: that you don't need you don't need to ban anyone
0: from football if you feed them to the hippos. Yeah. They, they can't they can't be involved in football because cause they've been chomped. He could be chomped by a female hippo as well in a sort of affirmative action kind of thing. See, yeah. they are progressive, actually. You know, you, you go on about the bar, barbaric nature of the hippo feeding, actually. They're promoting women in the workplace, even if they are hippos. Um, yes. Uh, him, him can go in. You know who I don't like and everyone seems to like him? That manager who's always on the bloody podcast, who is it? dorking, the dorking manager. What's his name? He's He's like a sort of Cockney geezer bloke and he's, he said, oh, "Oh, my team's fucking shit. Oh, I can't believe it. Fuck him." And it was like, "Oh, what a legend!" Yeah, telling it I was. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be an absolute nightmare to have a drink with. I think he'd be fucking insufferable. Yeah. And that's coming from me. And that, and that, and that sometimes is enough for it to be fed to the hippos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not—he's not committed a crime, like... um, unlike certain nations. He's—he's. <laughs> um, he's, He's not done anything wrong, but other than mildly irritate me, yet nonetheless, I think he should go in. Uh Yeah. So, what's his name? Mark. Mark White. Mark White. Sounds yeah. About right. Sounds about right. So, Mark White, Spanish FA bloke, clear Starmer. <laughs> um, I think. I think we've covered everyone from the political spectrum. Maybe is is there a left winger we can chuck in there to balance it out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stalin yeah <laughs> and I Joseph Stalin um they can yeah have a cross-party consensus. Kia can try and mediate between <laughs> between them all as as they inevitably get chomped. Um, So yes uh that's a, a very silly note to end on there's kind of a, a jarring shift in tone coming up because uh, me and Chris w- attempted to record the podcast yesterday. Uh, and due to technical issues, we uh, weren't able to um, get the episode out. Uh, me and Chris did have a five-minute sort of chat about the sad passing of uh, Adam Johnson, the naskin Panthers ice hockey player. Um, and it will feel sort of me, maybe a bit disingenuous of me to have, like, repeat that conversation with another person or have the same stilted conversation about it. Um, but, yeah, just all our love to... Um, all our ice hockey friends and uh, not least Matt um everyone at Panthers everyone at Steelers um I know it's not I know we are a a, a football stoke-centric podcast but um yeah um with I put a few tweets out last night which basically kind of explained my thoughts about like yeah sport it's absolutely meaningless and I think I think this podcast is a nice representation of how meaningless it is but also it's it's a bloody lovely thing as well. So um this is why incidents like Adam Johnson, you know, stick with us and and shake us and um and it and it should do. But um yeah just hope that everyone connected uh, to the incident, even just as general fans get can uh process it and are given support to process it the right way. So all our best um all our best to, to Matt and everyone. And yeah, uh thank you very much for listening to the Wizards of Drivel. Any other business, Tom? Uh
1: no, go on Stoke. I dare you? Win again.
0: Yeah, win, you prick. Um Cheers folks. Go on Stoke.